0: I am your host, Jimmy Dunn, and today's special guest is Toddy.
1: Hello. virtual. <laughs> froze girl.
0: for a minute.
1: <laughs> How's everybody doing? What's up?
0: What's up? What's up? So we're going to try this one more time because the last time we did it, we did not get to save the video. We did not. Now, Toddy is in the wholesale real estate space. Um, and she has tapped into a market I like to call her specialist in virtual wholesale real estate She's gonna get into that tell us a little bit about that how long she's been doing it and so forth And we're gonna see what else she has up her sleeve and what she's working on as a entrepreneur So Tidy, um, Introduce yourself and let them know what you do and how long you've been doing it for
1: Yes, my name is Toddy and I am a real estate investor, but I do virtual wholesaling. So that's what he said, like it's my specialty. I also do other types of investings, but investments, but wholesaling is basically um, when you flip a house, but without actually fixing the house up so i can find a house let's say someone wants to sell for a hundred thousand dollars and i find a buyer who wants to buy for one hundred twenty thousand dollars. i can basically either put the house under contract and assign it or in some states you know there's other ways that you can do it but basically you're making that money in the middle without actually fixing up or putting any money into into the house so in that scenario you'd make $20,000 without really doing anything but finding the seller and finding the buyer. So it sounds pretty easy. Um, It's not because the processes to find the seller and find the buyer can be time consuming and expensive, but basically I was a waitress in Vegas and then I got laid off in the pandemic like a lot of people. And I just had to figure out what I was gonna do. And I had been hearing about wholesaling and a lot of different things online. I'd already tried. Um, Amazon FBA and trying to start a bunch of different other businesses in like locally in Vegas and nothing was really working or taking off for me. So I was just figured I would just keep waitressing, saving money, starting a business until something worked. Basically is what I had decided on um, my life was going to look like. So I knew I wasn't going to give up because I I didn't want to work a job. So that's where I kind of was at at that time. I get laid off and um, I think it was like $300 a week they were giving for unemployment and that I'm like that's crazy I'm not going to be able to to survive so I remember this one guy came and ate at the restaurant and he left a card that said real estate problem solver when I went on his Instagram it, he was flipping houses and I asked him hey how can I just get started I don't have a lot of money but I can do something he said well you should try wholesaling so I'm like all right cool so I get on YouTube and I start trying to wholesale in Las Vegas I start calling people and everyone was basically like, oh, you're the 20th, 30th person to call me today. F you, I want a million dollars. Like I just got really bad feedback and then I got discouraged. Like a lot of people get discouraged. And I was like, all right, nobody wants to sell. This whole thing is fake. And then as I'm still watching YouTube videos because inside I didn't want to give up, I came across virtual wholesaling. So it was basically like some cities have too many people trying to wholesale. So this virtual wholesaling thing is going to be easier that's kind of how it it was presented or how I took it. So I'm like, all right, let me find somewhere that is not Las Vegas. That's not Los Angeles, New York, Miami, Atlanta, Dallas, Houston. Let me find somewhere that's not a major city that's full of people. Um, Let me find somewhere that's like a secondary market or somewhere that not a lot of people are thinking about. So that's when I got on a bunch of Facebook groups that were like real estate investment Facebook groups. And I kept seeing Ohio and Cleveland. So I did the exact same thing. I started calling people. On the third day of calling people, someone said, yes, I want to sell. And that was my first deal. And um, that deal ended up making almost $15,000. It was $14,600 something. Nice. From there, I ended up closing like six deals in my first month. And the um, net profit of those deals was $38,000. So this is mm. just... I'm laid off. I got to figure something out and I put my all into it. So I'm waking up at 5:30 AM going on a walk 6 AM. I'm on the phone. Cause 6 AM in Vegas is 9 AM in Cleveland. I'm calling from 6 AM to like one or 2 PM. So all day nonstop. And that's how I was getting that, that traction. I was having a lot of conversations. It was COVID. Nobody was at work. Everyone was home. Everyone had something to talk about. We had something to talk about. Everyone was going through it. So with all that being said, um, obviously I got addicted to that. It was a bug. And since ever since then, I've been fully in real estate and um, about a year and a half into that, I started coaching and then I started teaching other people how to virtually wholesale as well.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Now let's back up a li- a little bit. Talk to me about Now, when you're doing virtual wholesale, and I'm I'm familiar a little bit on the wholesale process, but tell me, when you're doing virtual, how are you, I guess, um, how are you working with these properties without actually putting your eyes on them physically? Uh, Do you have someone like on the ground in that city or
1: are you just going
0: by, uh, oh, go ahead. Yeah. Tell me.
1: Yeah, no. So we have people on the ground in every city. So I call them boots on the ground. Um, Just either pay them per transaction or however you want to on deals. Gotcha.
0: Okay. Okay. And talk talk to me about the process that you do. And I know you you coach Mm -hmm. and you are showing people how to do this. Um, Did you find it to be difficult on your first call being that you weren't there? Kind of walk me through Mm it. Someone wanted to understand okay i'm in atlanta for example and i know atlanta is oversaturated when it comes to wholesaling. Um, right unless you're gonna go to like making, you know part out, outside of the metro area so if i decide okay let me look in detroit what is my first step once i get a list from detroit either absentee and we could talk about that you can kind of explain a little bit about the different lists that's out there Um, but let's say it's an absentee owner, I find this property, I call them up, but I'm not there and I do not have boots on the ground. How do I get boots on the ground? And then how do I navigate that phone call?
1: Really want to utilize like online resources, like, um, bigger pockets is a real estate platform that you can network with other real estate professionals, um, in any state. That's a good one. Facebook obviously is huge. Um, even the Craigslists and stuff like that you can find contractors and different people who will be your boots on the ground boots on the ground can take pictures for you of houses videos and stuff they can also you know get sellers to sign agreements on their phone or take a paper you know there's different things they can do so i like to go with it relationship focused so they can do all these things and it's not just like you're just taking pictures for me i'm paying you for that and you don't even tell me your opinion of the neighborhood or your opinion of the house i want their opinion i, I like someone with some real estate experience too so um you can really find anyone like some people will tell you oh go on thumbtack or go on task rabbit and just hire someone you can do that um you can hire a mobile notary to go take a paper for you but if you want to think do I want to build relationships or do I want to do transactions because if you're having these transactional people that are doing these tasks for you and you're never building a relationship they're not gonna like my boots on the ground they're gonna tell me two of those people told me they weren't paying rent you know in that building like they're going to tell me everything they're going to give me all the details you need to know those things so you don't really want to be transactional and that's my philosophy i like to build relationships especially when you're not in that city the more personal you can make interacting with you the more work you can get done because people won't want to let you down because they like you
0: interesting interesting okay okay and speaking of personal relationships i guess Um, do you consider that like the key focus when it comes to networking like people getting out there and networking in their industry um is it better to build those personal relationships and just give me one um what's one thing you do to build that relationship with those
1: I feel like networking is just like the word networking to me is not I don't know like it doesn't have the right connotation to what I'm talking about because like I feel like networking, people see it as like, you meet someone, you tell them what you do, you give them your number, you exchange information, you kind of move on. Maybe you build a little rapport or whatever, but I feel like it's so goal-driven to like get something from that person versus what can I give to this person or how can I make this person's life or day better? So when I talk to a seller or boots on the ground or anybody that I'm working with, it's like, how can I solve your problem? How can you solve my problem? In a sense, and sometimes I don't need my problem solved. I just want to know how can I help your your solve your problem. If I can help, cool. And I think, like, you meet someone who's a contractor, for example, who works a nine to five. Now you know that all of your seller appointments are going to have to be either super early or super late. You can't like you have to you have to work with that person if you want that 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 good person. So I would say building relationships is the key but I wouldn't say just you know do that with anyone you network with like you have to know if the person even fits into your vision or into your time or else you're going to be wasting a lot of time because one thing I will say is like with real estate people will just have calls just to have calls and that's what you can't be doing you can't just be having calls with everybody who wants to have a call like Mm. you'll end up talking to a bunch of people all day for no reason oh
0: wow yeah you don't want to do that that's a waste of time no gotcha gotcha um, now when you you mentioned when you started that you uh, jumped on YouTube kind of YouTube University was your start um, as you progressed in that space did you find a mentor in that space to kind of guide you along or you kept doing this on your own
1: um, I found like mastermind uh, events and stuff like that I started going, th- going to those um, and I started going to like the one of them was the REI SIFT mastermind. It was like everybody there kinda had to share some tips for everyone else. Um, I went to another one called Hustle Implementers Mastermind where they showed their system on how they do everything. Um, And I did some other online virtual classes a lot actually. So um, I've spent a lot of money on education, probably like over 40 grand. I'm always spending money on education. Uh, Right now, I'm looking for a um, personal development coach, someone who can like help me be a high performer, like a high performance personal development coach. Um, And I think it's so important to invest in yourself.
0: Absolutely. I actually have someone for you. I'm going to refer you. His name is um, uh, John Austin. He is in Houston, Texas, and he specializes in business development um government grants and things of that nature so i'm going i'm gonna tag y'all link y'all in together so look out for I that
1: would you know.
0: <laughs> yeah look out for that he's, he's he's been doing it for a while now in the space about 20 years um seasoned veteran so he, he can definitely help you along get you to that 10x 100x that you're looking for
1: yeah um that's 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 i think i think education and and just even just getting in the right rooms as far as events is really important
0: absolutely absolutely um now what are some of your thoughts on internship uh now when i say internship i mean like working with someone working uh in the space of where you earn education and knowledge versus wages what are your thoughts on that I think that's fine. <laughs> yeah? you think that's fine?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what do you mean? I don't I, Maybe I'm not understanding the question.
0: And so if I was the company to come to you. Years, oh, oh, let's say, let's say, let's say, let's, let's take someone, for example. Um, let's say, who is someone in the real estate space that you would love to work with?
1: like a celebrity celebrity or something
0: or just anybody that's probably a you know tycoon in that space sure yeah yeah
1: sure um there's um gosh there's so many people but yeah like a builder or something like that like let's just say like a big commercial builder
0: big commercial builder and they said hey um work with me for a year I'm not gonna pay you any money but work with me for a year I'll show you everything that I know would you work with that person for a year for the education or would you rather get paid? Me. Yeah, you.
1: Right now, today. Today. Rather get paid who, by them? Yeah. Are they uh, So they're saying you can work with me for free or you can work with me and I'll pay you. I have the option? Yeah. I would rather get paid, of course. (laughs) We'll be doing the same thing anyway. But if you were to say like... If a builder said, hey, Toddy, like, you can just come shadow everything that I do for a year and do these tasks for me in exchange, yes, I would do that for free. It's not free. I'm learning, you know what I mean? Their whole system, I'm learning something that's priceless. Okay. Because if I do what they do, I can be them, you know? So, in that sense, yeah, I would do it for free. If Oprah was like, hey, come work for me and I'm going to give you all the game to be me. I'm there. They're doing that. I'm there. Forget everything I'm doing right now. It's not important. Because watch after I come out from a year of Oprah Academy. I'm going to be going crazy.
0: Yeah. And see what I think. I can
1: still do a little bit of a hustle of my own and make my money and sustain. Obviously, I got to survive. I can't just go, you know what I mean, sleep in her closet.
0: No, you can't do that. (laughs) You can't do that. Um, But I I like to pose that question because I think for people, they um uh, kind of look past the value in the education and the knowledge from working with someone like that and they would rather just get paid and when you get paid i look at it as it's just a paycheck like that's all you're getting is the transaction of that paycheck because you're focused on the paycheck versus focusing on the information being given to you
1: well that's because they know they're not going to use it you know if you know okay i'm going to learn all this stuff but it's not going to do anything for me then i'd rather get paid like if you were going to say would you rather work with the top Ferrari mechanic that makes a million dollars per car? Like, okay, I'm still never going to be a Ferrari mechanic. So I rather get paid. Like, so it just, I guess it just depends on the person what they're doing. If it's not for them, then they need to be getting paid. But if I, I I see what you're saying because I get that a lot with like salespeople, if they're making commission only, they can't get past the commission only. Like they want to get paid hourly too. But, um, that's just, that's just what it is. You either are going to be hungry for it and want to get it, or you're not.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. You got to believe
1: in yourself. If you believe the information is going to make you rich, you'll go get the information.
0: Yeah, and I, and I think a lot of times people get information, like you said, and do not use it at all. You just... And then I look at that as, you know, why study anything or watch anything um, if you're not going to apply the information somehow? Like, people watch all of these different gurus and motivational speakers and it's good to get your day started but then you do nothing with that information because you don't apply it anywhere
1: yeah my friend says hit the apply button
0: hit the apply button you have to apply it or it's just a waste of your hour
1: Mm -hmm. Yep. that's why i try to limit what i watch though like i don't i try to not have shiny object i look at like my first year and a half in real estate and i look at like my notebooks because i always like write a lot like all my ideas and stuff and i was taking notes about semi-truck businesses and forex and crypto and literally all these different fields that have nothing to do with what i'm already an expert at so it's kind of silly but now i learned it wasn't too late (laughs) and now i'm super focused on what i know
0: nice 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 um Tell me a little bit, what's your thoughts behind passion? You know, they always say you got to be passionate about something. You know, if you're not passionate about it, you're not going to stick with it. You're not going to do it. Um, Do you feel like you have to be passionate to be successful? Or is passion just loosely thrown around?
1: I feel like you have to be passionate to be successful. But you can be passionate about making money, and that's enough. You can be passionate about making money enough to do anything to make money. And we all know that. People Mm. do crime. Nobody wants to do crime. If you're passionate about money. You need that money. So you go, you know, do what you got to do. So, yes.
0: Okay. 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 This is true. You have to be passionate about something. Yeah. But then they say you don't always chase the bag. Who so says is it? Well, they, whoever they are. But, <laughs> <Is it? laughs> but you but hear that a lot, probably. right? There? probably Probably a broke broke person no i mean you hear that from people's stories when they say you know if you focus on the money you're not gonna go very far focus on the task at hand focus on what you're passionate about um and so sometimes that can be lost in communication because it's like let me do what i love and what you love what's
1: the context of it though i think it's a really broad statement what's the context Mm -hmm. of it is the context someone focused on money and didn't raise their children like yeah that's that's Mm -hmm. bad but, you know, you have to focus on money. We can't ever act like it's not a, a big freaking deal.
0: Not it's a big huge, freaking deal. huge
1: deal. It's the biggest deal that any of us have in our reality.
0: This is true. This is true. Um, so, in your first six deals, you said you made about $40,000?
1: Yeah, just under.
0: Okay. Now, when you tell this story to your uh, mentees and people who take your classes, you um, I'm sure that's like a eyes wide open light bulb like oh yeah i want to get into this space and then what happens to the person who goes out there and in their first six contracts don't make anything close to what you've made how do you encourage that person to keep going
1: if they their six contracts probably will make that like it's six contracts is a lot so if they do 60 like they might not do a, a lot of deals fast but um i don't really i can't really say that i like motivate or encourage people to keep going i don't think that's my job like that's their job in their own life and their own responsibility to motivate and keep going it's my job to teach them how to get the money and i teach them how to get the money and there's no way like When we get on live together and they hear somebody else have a good conversation about uh, a good story about a good conversation they had with the seller and they hear another student made 40 grand and they hear that, that should be motivation enough that your peers around you are doing it. When you go on Instagram and you see this person just did a deal, this person just did a deal, that should be motivation enough that if other people are doing it, so can you. I think more than people doing deals and stopping because everyone who's done some deals is still going i'll tell you that because you don't stop once you get that, once you once you realize you can really make 10 dollars 20,000 off of this effort that you put in not off even off a lot of money off of effort that you put in it feels like magic it's pretty freaking crazy too like you you feel like whoa like i can't believe this is really my life i can't believe this is happening i need to do this more so everyone who does deals that's how they end up and they continue on like everyone The people who don't ever take off or maybe they do one deal and then they can't get another one or something like that for a long time um we already set expectations from the beginning that we need to have enough money to do this for six months to a year so there's no quitting if you don't like it you still have to keep going because this is what you said you want you want to have a lot of money and you want to build a right? It's not just about obviously making a lot of money because you can make a lot of money doing anything. But the reason to make a lot of money in real estate and wholesaling is because you also want to build wealth. You want to generate these leads for you to make money wholesaling, but also be buying properties and building long-term wealth. This is what we chose as our plan. You know what I mean? To get rich and to build wealth. So if this is the plan, you got to stick to it. We already you know, rationed out the money that we need for every month. So when it gets hard, you keep marketing and you keep talking to sellers. Like that's it. You have to stick to the script.
0: Got gotcha. you. Stick to the script. I hear that a lot in the, in the real estate space. Stick to, yeah, the script. stick
1: to the script literally and stick to the script as far as the plan to make the money and to build the wealth. It's if you give up, what are you going to do? Go back to your job? Like then. Okay. And some people will, you know, it's not for everybody. I'm not yeah. the one to convince you that success is for you.
0: Yeah, I think everybody wants success and happiness
1: yeah and it can be different for that. everybody like some people that's not success for them isn't having a lot of money you know it's having a, a lot of kids or a big family or whatever it could be so if that's somebody's vision who am I to tell them that they have to do real estate
0: well, well speaking of what does success look like for you
1: Um, well success to me does look like a lot of money and um, you know being able to not only have enough for myself and my f- immediate family and my extended family but to have enough to make an impact on the world is success to me. Nice.
0: Nice. Nice. I like that. I like that. Um I want to go back and talk about how long did it take you to get those 6 deals? Was that like within your first 3 months, first 6 months?
1: What that was, my was first the, month? That was, of time? first that was month. First. Yeah, so that was like so I st- Started cold calling, remember I called Vegas first and it went bad and stuff. That was like the end of April of 2020. So I got laid off March 11th. I took my time to kind of like be depressed. What the heck's going on? Okay, let me figure something out. What should I do? Okay, let me get on YouTube. That's like five weeks, literally, like after I got laid off. Then it's now we're in April and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna do wholesaling. Okay, let me research, let me pull the list, let me do whatever. So I actually got on the phone in the last week of April of 2020 um so the first the last week of april maybe the first week of may was like vegas it was terrible then the second week of may was like cleveland i started so i got the actual deals under contract the second week of may the first deal the second deal was the next week and as the weeks went on i'm getting the other deals but my at the end of june and the first week of july that all those deals i had got was was it was all within may and the first week of june yeah and they all started closing um so yeah it was really like the first month pretty much it was like the first four or five weeks
0: interesting interesting and
1: again i was on the phone for like 10 hours a day so let's not leave that part out because i think a lot of people always be like oh my god i can't believe you got so many deals in a month but it's like yeah i was like on the phone 10 hours a day so if you really think about that times like 40 50 days i was on the phone for like 400 hours like (laughs) it's a lot of time you know
0: that's a lot of calls
1: It's a lot of calls, so it wasn't wasn't magic.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and they say the strength is in numbers, so would you say just on average, you're saying 10-hour calls a day, are you reaching out to, what, 30, 40 prospects on a daily basis?
1: Yeah, definitely, like 25, 30 people I'm able to actually have conversations with, 22 Um, but I'm getting leads like at this time, because everyone's confused, it's COVID, they don't know really what to do. So everyone is in kind of like a, yeah, I might actually want to sell mood. And then of course, some people are just bored and scared. So they're able to have these long conversations. That's another reason why I'm having, I didn't know everything yet, you know, you learn as you go. So I didn't know when to stop a conversation. Like this isn't going to be a deal, you know, and I'm just blabbering at this point. Like I didn't know. So I'm having long conversations with some people and over time I learned
0: gotcha 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 um and what does that call look like like how do you know that this person is ready to sell um and then my second question following that is versus the deals you had on the contract and the ones that's closed like what is that ratio like i know you get these and you may get somebody on the contract but yeah what is that difference between those that's actually Leads and closed deals.
1: So when I, so, okay, well, yeah, leads, contracts, closed deals, three different things. So a lead is someone who just says, hey, yes, I want to sell, right? A contract, they agree to a price, they sign the contract. Closing is a whole different thing. That means you found a buyer and you actually got paid. So when I first started, I didn't know what I was doing again. So I was probably like 50-50 with contracts to close because I'm getting stuff under contract too high. I'm getting stuff under contract that's condemned. I'm getting, like, I'm just getting everything under contract. And a lot didn't sell. At this point, I would say if I get something under contract, it's probably a 70% chance it's going to sell because I'm not going to just get anything under contract anymore. I went through too many blow-ups with sellers. Just so much drama, like not moving the right way. So at this point, I would say probably, you know, 7 out of 10 contracts will get closed. Um, a lead nice. is is um, is, um Like a motivated really seller. Uh, it's not even necessarily motivated seller because some people will just say like, yeah, I want to sell just to hear what you might offer just so they know what their house is worth, you know? So that's when you kind of have to start getting those people off the phone as fast as possible. You do not want to waste time with them. You know, well, you called me how much, well, you know, if i gave you an offer that you actually wanted, when would you be ready to sell? Well, I live here. I'm not going anywhere. Well, shoot. Why'd you say yes (laughs) then? So it's kind of that you kind of want to just get that over with as fast as possible but that's kind of what this conversation looks like hey do you want to sell yes no and then you okay if you do what's the condition and how much do you want and then gotcha. that's the So you've been doing
0: this since 2020 yes sir um, and so we would say you are going on your third year this spring um what are you doing different now are you still making 10 hour calls a day
1: no uh, no no i stopped doing changed? that i stopped doing that very quickly like after i would closed all those deals i cut down my cold calling time to four hours a day and i hired a cold caller and then from Ooh. there i just hired cold callers. i don't cold call i don't call sellers anymore i have acquisitions people that call sellers and close the deals i have cold callers um i had a dispositions person they sell the deals But um, I help sell deals, you know, so it's like a team effort now. But I also do, you know, the coaching and I'm working on my personal brand. So I have like a lot of things that I do typically on a day-to-day basis, which is why I had to have my team like that. Like I started having other streams of income that I was able to create. So those need time too. And some things started to become, make more sense to pay somebody else to do
0: gotcha gotcha how how big is the team now
1: so it's two closers um and then we do text message marketing and then i have cold callers um i work with a lot of jv which is joint venture which is like i find the deal you sell it or they find the deal i sell it so in those situations like i might find a deal and i might jv with somebody else that's in that market because they already have a buyer and that takes away the load of me having to now go find a buyer You know what I mean? Mm. So I JV a lot of deals or like people will bring me deals too. Um, I will say in 2022, I probably was like 50, 50 with JVs and doing my own deals. The beginning of the year, I did a lot of my own deals. And then probably May and on, I was doing a lot of more JV deals.
0: Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Let's say um, somebody like myself or anyone wanted to kind of tap in and get in and follow you and take some of your information um and they start wholesaling in their market do they have that access to call you and say hey i found this deal um got a contract but i don't have a buyer can you help me out do you do oh, that yeah, for- I JV my, oh yeah definitely i jp with my
1: um my students and i mean if you have a good deal you don't have to be my student i'll sell it and we can both make money but i really want to know like if someone's going to present an opportunity to me and say hey this is a good deal can you help me sell it I got to know, obviously, the address, the comps, the pictures, the condition. Like I need all the information because what I don't want to do is someone try to bring me a deal. And now I have to go chase for every piece of information. It's a waste of time. So if someone presents me with all the information I need, then, yeah, I would love to, you know what I mean, work together.
0: Gotcha. Now, what's a good deal? What's a good deal the good to good deal
1: you? is typically something that's below, I mean, it depends on the buyer, but it's below 70% of retail. Could be a little more. Um, minus the repairs that's the number because that's what you can refinance out at so if somebody wanted to leave zero dollars into a deal besides closing costs or whatever like you getting the deal at that number would allow them to do that some people are fine with leaving money in the deal people have different reasons they're investing so a deal is the deal for whoever buys it okay it has to be under market value though to be a deal honestly it's got to be under market value
0: Okay now have you um, what is your perspective on like you have a wholesale a turnkey property like someone that was had already had a resident in it um, yeah, but they, you know yeah and, mm-hmm. and how does that look? How, how does how does something like that work out? like if you're renting a home, I'm the, the tenant, do I have to move out now or is it just turned over to it just new depends owners? on your
1: lease. It depends on your Got lease. Thing. Some leases say that you're allowed to kick the tenant out and some you're not so you know and then it depends on the buyer the buyer might want to keep the tenant
0: okay uh do you find people that you know do people like that more than trying to fix and flip something that's more turnkey or is it 50 50.
1: there's i would definitely say that it's a totally different buyer like the the, the flippers okay. usually it's their business model and that's how they make their income people buying rental properties are more trying to either build cash flow or long-term wealth. So, and it can be the same person can be doing both, of course, but I would say flippers are more like, it's their business model. They're trying to make money flipping houses. So they want houses cheap, 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 cheap. So it's, I would say flippers pay less than rental property people.
0: Gotcha. Are flippers paying less than that
1: that 70%? Some, yeah. Yeah,
0: wow, okay. 70 minus repairs
1: is a good number for a flipper
0: 70 minus the repairs
1: yeah yeah you gotta minus repairs okay because the 70 is just the equity
0: gotcha 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 now uh do you have like a system that you use let's say for sight unseen you don't have boots on the ground can you come up with numbers right on the phone with that person do you have a formula that you use for that
1: i mean i can look at properties that sold that were similar and i can use that to try to gauge based on the condition they're telling me but um they can send me pictures themselves too but i can yeah i normally we have the house under contract before we send boots on the ground so we've already come up with the price that would make sense based on the condition that they say
0: gotcha 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 um now, I'm just going to kind of tap into uh, something <coughs> different, which is, what do you think are some of the characteristics of a successful mindset?
1: Um, I think perseverance, uh, the ability to, you know, stick it through when things are hard and also the ability to be able to shift when you need to. Nice.
0: Nice um kind of explain that a little bit what do you mean by shift when you need to for those well, that may I think
1: not that know. when you're on your path like to wherever you're going it's not going to go how you thought it was going to go so as you're going it's like oh shoot this happened in personal life or in work life and you need to be able to still get the job done so you have to be able to shift for example right now i you know have some deals in maryland and then um now it's going to be legal to wholesale in maryland so shift you either get licensed or you figure out a way to double close you know there's always things that are going to be happening and you need to be able to shift
0: gotcha 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 um let's speak on some of the daily habits of being successful
1: i think that looks different for everyone honestly i'm not someone who will say like these are the daily habits to being successful What what
0: are some of yours
1: for me, I like to like have tomorrow planned out today. So tonight, before I go to sleep, I'll know exactly what I need to do tomorrow. And then like Sunday, I'll do that for the entire week. So, okay, for my life goals to be accomplished, which I'm always staying on track with my life goals. If I wanna be an author and a speaker and uh, you know a real estate mogul, what do I need to be doing? I need to be writing, I need to be speaking, I need to be doing deals. So in every day I should be writing and I should be speaking, and I should be doing deals, but during different seasons of my life, it's going to be different projects. Am I doing a challenge for my community? Am I doing something for my course? Am I doing a book? Am I doing an ebook? Like, what am I doing? I need to always be creating. Um, as far as building a brand and being a speaker, that requires me to continue to build my brand online. So I got to always be making videos, you know. So who do I want to be, and always be working towards that every single day? And how do I do that? I plan it out plan out my week and then I plan out my day the night before I have accountability buddies um I make sure I get a lot of sleep I don't really go out I don't drink you know I just just make sure that I have my priorities straight
0: gotcha and then in the the reverse um what are some of the habits that you can pick up that can be harmful to your path of success
1: well I mean, all of that—drinking, smoking, going out a lot, partying a lot, having bad friends, having—you know—people who value things over wealth and 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 have bad attitudes. I think the most detrimental thing you can do is be around people who have bad attitudes because it'll rub off on you, whether you know it or not.
0: Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Um, now, for someone who's growing their business over the last three years. What are some of the tools you're using to manage your business finance and some of your personal finances? Is there any tools that you use out there that you can recommend to people? I use
1: this app called Truebill that I really like and it like takes account all the money you're spending and it kind of, you know, gives you a wake up call every time you look at it like, hey, this is what you need to be doing. This is what you are doing too much of. Um, I like it because it breaks things down how much you're spending on entertainment how much you're spending on expenses how much you're spending on your own personal education And when you look at that you can kind of see okay i'm spending more on entertainment than education let me pause these subscriptions let me do less scrolling and let me get a course and learn something you know what i mean it it allows me to keep my priorities on track even knowing what i'm spending
0: nice 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 what was the name of that app
1: uh, True Bill. It links with your True bank bill. account. Yeah, and it can yeah. link with all your bank accounts. So if you have multiple bank accounts, it links across them and then it keeps track of what's what and it shows you it like right there when you open it. And I, I really like that. And it also alerts you like when you have a subscription that you forgot about. I like that too. It tells me what's reoccurring. So if I get something and I forget I got it, I can, I know, I can just go cancel it.
0: Nice. Nice. True Bill, everyone. We're going tap into that right there true bill
1: yep, true bill okay. i mean i suggest that everybody you should be doing something for your future too i would say like have some type of either td ameritrade or a some type of stock trading account some type of crypto account you don't have to be putting a bunch of money into it but even if you put 20 30 40 dollars here and there like just to know that at least as you were making money spending money making money spending money you did something along the way you know what i mean it's it, it's gonna feel good to know that
0: hmm. That's true. You hate to look up and order. 30 years going.
1: from now, it's gonna go up. You know what I mean? No matter what. In 30 years, yeah. everything's gonna be up. So, you're gonna be grateful you did that now.
0: Yeah. You're right. You're right about that. Okay. Okay. Uh, I got one more question for you, and then we're gonna jump into my section that I love, a little more playful, called Pick Your Vision. We played before. Uh, and I give you some multiple choices. Let me know which one you choose. Um, but just one last question which is how important is progress when it comes to what you are into Um, and kind of being like noticing the progress do you think progress helps people keep pushing or just yeah
1: yes progress helps people keep pushing and it's important to celebrate the small progresses for sure so you can keep pushing every day but don't be fixated on it you know just just have the things that you track to know that you're doing the right thing track them and make sure you're doing the right things that's all you have to do don't stress about it
0: nice and if someone do what you did let's say coming into this 10 hours a day for 12 months straight um at the end of their calendar year what kind of gross income are they looking at
1: i say multiple six figures wow we made 200, 300, 400, 500. Uh, one guy within like, I don't know, nine months of taking my class, he had already made like $600,000. One girl just made $300,000 on one deal. So it really depends what deals you get along the way. Like I had a deal that was $140,000. Like, you know, so when you get deals like that, that's obviously going to your mo- yearly income. But if you're marketing every day, you come across some deals like that. You come across some regular ones, multiple six figures. That's why I call my whole thing that I say, like, multiple six figures a year from the comfort of home or anywhere like because you can literally be anywhere as long as you got your phone wi-fi computer you're good
0: nice nice wow that's, that's, that's yeah that's interesting yeah i mean I've, I've visited the space before and i was discouraged especially when well you're dealing next with time don't um... visit
1: go on ahead and um, get comfortable don't just visit just stay
0: stay a little bit right yeah it's, it's, it's not it's, a little it's
1: bit just, just stay just, just park just stay forever just, just know you're in it just know you're in it you're not going anywhere if you if you go into it like that like i'm in this and i'm not going nowhere you have nowhere to literally go but up multiple six figures i'm serious um so my student nay she started in july and she was one of those people that just went Hard every day texting, calling, doing everything, and she got like a five thousand dollar deal and a and a seven thousand dollar deal and a fifteen thousand dollar deal and a seven thousand dollar deal. So she's getting these deals. She's making money. They're coming. Couple here, couple there. Uh, I think she had a fifteen. I think that was her biggest last week. She got a forty thousand dollar deal. This is just mm. from July to now. This is not a lot of time. This is six six months literally. Plus
0: six seven months. Yeah, yeah. Not even seven
1: yet. It's still February. So six months this is crazy and we think about that you think about that and you're like okay she probably made 100 grand in six months this other girl zita 100 grand in six months she already made 100 grand in q1 this year already in in, in three months that's what i'm wow. saying like it's it's, it's crazy it, there's people doing way more than that there's people doing three four hundred thousand dollars a month in this business and it's not even a joke there's multiple people doing that like what i'm doing in the industry, in this business is small compared to what other people are doing.
0: Hmm. Okay, okay, okay. We gotta tap in. I'm definitely going to tap back in. It sounds like something I need to revisit. Um, Especially, see, virtual wholesaling, this is my first time hearing it, except from the last call we had. This is the first time I'm hearing it. Um, Before, when I was introduced to it, it was Drive for Dollars um and then go to the courthouse get some of your what they call it, your probate listings and things of that nature um and people that, still do cool. that
1: people still definitely still do that that's just finding the leads that's like the lists
0: yeah yeah that's just
1: getting the list that's not even getting yeah. into talking to the seller
0: no and then when you get to calling people and i was doing that as well um so with my experience you call i call people call people call people Um, I got some people on the contract and then things don't go right because either they got a tax lien on the property or they're upside down in the mortgage so it doesn't really make sense for the buyer Um, and so those was like some of my first uh, calls and experiences dealing with it so for me it was just like okay I don't have time for this because these people don't even know what's going on with their home Um, and so with that miseducation for the homeowner giving it to you know someone like me trying to recruit this property it becomes a little frustrating when you have to relay that message over to a buyer and they go to run everything and it's like oh this is not a good deal and it's like i just you know well that's why you need yeah you do
1: need to know those things you know you need to know those things And you can look those things up you know you can look up how much taxes they owe you can look up if they have liens you want to check those things and and confirm and they do know um typically but even if they don't you can see it but you want to make sure you know you know how much they owe so you know you're making the right offer definitely
0: gotcha and so a lot of your success came during the pandemic now that we are kind of post-pandemic at this point um do you find your deals to be just as lucrative? Have they slowed down? Have they increased?
1: Well, now oh. actually, the market is getting back crazy again because of the interest rates. So when interest mm-hmm. rates rise, a lot of the other buyers back out. So it leaves a lot of room for for cash deals. So I would say this market right now is similar to the pandemic market.
0: Interesting. Okay. 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 Um, what are the first three things someone should do going into wholesale real estate or virtual wholesale real estate. Um, binge
1: watch YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um get a dialer system and start calling sellers. That's it. That's all you need to do. That's it. Yep. Get a dialer system, start calling sellers as soon as possible so you can just get that get your reps in and get the conversations out and stop messing up and then start having start closing deals. Okay.
0: Okay. What's a good market someone should look into as far as virtual um, or just yeah for virtual. What what's the market to look into? What cities?
1: I can't even tell you that. Um, I'll say. I you
0: mentioned some of your secondary. Cities yeah, I'll say you're.
1: secondary markets. So like for example, if you say Florida, not Miami, not Fort Lauderdale, maybe a Jacksonville, maybe a Tallahassee, maybe a Lakeland. Okay. You know what I mean? So don't think of the big city in the state you're in or the state you want to do. Think of the smaller towns. And then, um, you know, just make sure the population's like under 800,000. You don't want like a big, big city. That's my guidelines, but everybody has different guidelines.
0: Okay. Okay. Nice, 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 nice. Um, Cool. Okay. Let's jump into um, Pick Your Vision. All right. Have a little fun with it. And so this section is going to pick your vision, which is a spin on "What Would You Rather." And so I'm going to give you some questions, and you let me know which one you'd rather. Pick your vision. What would you rather have? A pause button or a rewind button? Life.
1: A rewind button.
0: A rewind button. Mm-hmm.
1: I get to keep the memory, right?
0: Yeah, it's, it's like a butterfly effect. So yeah, so you should remember. Okay, you're not you're not um, worried that you may change the course of the future with that rewind button.
1: That's okay. Okay, we're gonna rewind, and then I'm gonna you know play it out and make the choices and everything. So it'll go good, I'm sure. Okay, okay, okay.
0: Pick your vision. What would you rather have? Someone see all your pictures in your phone or read all your text messages?
1: Pictures in my phone.
0: Okay text messages is top secret
1: yes <laughs>
0: okay we're gonna leave secret. the top secret messages alone okay okay pick your vision what would you rather have fame and fortune or love and wisdom
1: oh yeah i remember this one and i said um fame and fortune last time you did i did are you, I'm sticking,
0: are you sticking with that
1: i'm sticking with it
0: sticking with the fame and fortune what about love yeah, because I moment? remember last
1: time I asked you I'm, I'm loved and wise and broke and you said yes
0: oh <laughs> you don't want that
1: we're in a physical world you gotta have your physical needs met
0: I like that I like that um, pick your vision what would you rather accomplish on your small goals or achieve one big goal
1: achieve one big goal I like that question one big goal yeah because if i achieve my one big goal i think accomplishing the small goals would be just easier Mm. or if those small goals never get accomplished who cares i'll be a billionaire
0: yeah yeah i guess you're right it's like uh thomas edison with the light bulb he had quite a few inventions the light bulb is the one that stuck so interesting okay 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 Uh, Pick your vision. What would you rather? The world without the internet or the world without the telephone?
1: The world without the telephone.
0: The telephone. Okay. Yeah, we
1: need the internet.
0: Yeah, because right now we're talking on the phone. We don't
1: even need the phone.
0: Good, 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 good. Uh, Pick your vision. What would you rather be? Given $1 million or earned $1 million? Given. Given. Now, why is that? Because a lot of people say they would rather earn it because, at least if I earn it, I know how to make a million turn into 10 million. But you say give you the million.
1: I already know how to make the million turn into 10
0: million. Ah, so you have the information. You just need the capital.
1: I got the, I I got the, I'm making my money into money. So give me more. I'll make more into more. Okay. Okay make money into money so then like why would I want to work for it when someone could just give me that's how rich people get rich by using other people's money not their own so
0: is the fact This is the fact the banking I'm system I'm trying to earn
1: it money. I'm trying to earn my first million let me tell you it's hard if someone gave me it right now I'll be happy so
0: well you know they say that they say your first million is the hardest to make everything after that is a breeze and it seemed like you're not too far away You keep closing those deals. You'll be there in no time. Um, (laughs) I'm sure if if your students are making a quarter million in a year, then I'm sure that a million is around the corner for you. Um, So pick your vision. What would you
1: rather? Oh
0: yeah, we're gonna speak it. We're gonna speak it.
1: Pick that? your vision.
0: What would you rather have? Unlimited time or unlimited resources?
1: Mm. Unlimited time.
0: Unlimited time. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Time is uh, the true currency for you?
1: Yeah, I feel like I'll find the resources along the way and there's no way I'm not going to find them all if I have all the time to find them. But what would all the resources mean if I didn't have any time to use them?
0: Mm. Good answer, good answer, good answer. Uh, we got two more questions. Pick your vision. What would you rather lose—your hearing or your sense of color?
1: Oh, we talked about this. Sense of color, definitely. Sense. Yeah, I need. Because you got to
0: be able to hear your deals.
1: I need to hear. I like to hear. Um, and I—I I don't think color. I can. I can do black and white.
0: Interesting. Okay.
1: Okay. okay. At least I can still.
0: Yeah, I wasn't expecting that answer. Okay, okay. Uh, So this is the bonus question. Uh, You know, we are in a campaign year. And so we should be choosing our President of the United States. Let's say your options are Kanye West and Donald Trump. Pick your vision. Who would you rather be your President?
1: And I have to vote, right?
0: You have to vote. Gun to
1: my head, I have to vote.
0: Yeah, you have to vote.
1: I'm going to vote for Kanye West.
0: Hey, for some, wait, 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 wait. I mean, yay. I'm a Kanye fan too, you know, shout out to the artists. Um, but for someone that's in real estate, you would rather choose the
1: for artist
0: versus a business mogul in the real estate space who knows how to use people's money to make money when donald trump is the
1: well, king being president he's not going to be my real estate mentor he's about to run a country it's but totally... the country
0: is a corporation it's not necessarily a country
1: yeah but no i'm not looking at the country as a corporation i'm looking at it as a place that you know me and my kids and my family have to live in and i don't think that mm. donald trump's made it easier for us to live in this country um I don't know if Kanye would I think he likes (laughs) Trump I don't know but I think I have a better shot with Kanye (laughs)
0: than Trump yeah I mean if this
1: if we're talking about I mean I don't know I don't think Kanye would be a good president obviously but given between someone who's you know dad was in the KKK versus a black guy I'm gonna definitely go with the black guy every time. every time yeah you're right Okay. Even if okay. it was another person that was qualified to be president, I probably still would still just go with Kanye. Yeah,
0: I'm a Kanye fan. Like if he was voted, a Republican, if it was like,
1: it was like uh, George Bush or Kanye, I'd still go with Kanye.
0: Hey, shout out to Wes. Okay, okay. And then I would um, move out of the country. You'll move out the country?
1: <laughs> yes, and then I would leave.
0: and will vote <laughs> I wouldn't
1: want to be here for it
0: (laughs) okay 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 Uh, before we close and before you let the people know uh, where they could find you I'd like to ask each person at the end of the show I didn't do this with you the last time um, tell me a little bit about your faith your morals and your
1: principles okay well um my faith I believe in God um I believe in I'm I'm Christian so I believe in the Christian God or the the one God. I believe it's the same God for Christians and Muslims and Jewish people and atheists and Buddhists. I believe there's just one, you know, power that made everybody and everything. I believe that that power is also part of us and it's, you know, says that in the Bible, it's within us. There's a God within and there's a God without and I believe that we're co-creators and that we're creating our life. And we have the potential to co-create the earth with God. You know, we plant. We're able to make things just like God is. So I think that as humans on this earth, it's our job to make the world better. I think that's why we're here, the planet and each other. Um, So as far as my morals and values, I don't believe in harming anyone. I believe in the truth. I believe in honesty. I believe in integrity. I believe in doing what you would want someone else to do to you, to others. Um, I believe in treating people respectfully and... One of my biggest values is being kind. I think kindness is really underrated right now. I think people really value being nonchalant and being snobs. And they just think it's so cool to just be so cool. And um, really, you're just treating each other like shit. And I think that's fucked up. I think people need to stop and go back to the golden rule and go back to elementary school where people said, if you don't say nothing nice, don't say nothing at all. And um, Absolutely. And I think that's so underrated. And I only, only, only allow those types of people in my life. So anybody who tries to be my friend or in my inner circle or relationship-wise, anything like that has to be someone with those same values because I don't want to know unkind people. I don't allow that around me. I don't allow people to treat other people bad around me. It's just not going to happen, so... Um, And I think if more people acted like that and stuck up for people, people would just be less of dicks. There would be less murders, rapes, everything, you know? So let's just all try to be good people and make things better. I think if we all had that mutual agreement in society, we'd be doing great right now.
0: (laughs) I agree. I agree. I agree. You keep people from closing off themselves in the corner and offing themselves. Yeah, stop paying attention
1: to Instagram. You're not a... You're oh, not man, a rapper. A you know man, what I mean? Rappers can say whatever live. they want in a song because the song is supposed to make you feel something while you're dancing drunk or whatever. That's why they can say whatever. It's not really you, though. And don't allow that to be you. Don't allow a song to be your personality, please. Hmm.
0: I like that. I like that. Y'all heard that? I don't let a song be a personality. That's big. That's big. Um, well, Tati. Tati. Thank you for coming back and uh giving me the opportunity to make feel a week at this interview um you had you shared a lot of gems and I was like man I do not want to lose that interview so I had to get
1: (laughs) thank you for having me Mr. Walker
0: thank you thank you hey hey that's not for everybody you you
1: got it on there it's right there you see it
0: No, it says Jimmy Doe, but I didn't know you can see it. (laughs) But it's okay. It's okay. Thank
1: you for having me.
0: No problem. Let the people know where they can find you and uh, what's some of your current, well, your website and your current classes that you have going on right now.
1: Yeah, so you guys can follow me at Toddy Virtual on all platforms TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook. That's all of them. Um, And I'm doing... Uh, mentorship. It's not like a public, like I just have a website where you can sign up. If you guys follow me on Instagram at Toddy Virtual, there's a link in my bio where you can book a call. We do uh, like a more of a, like an application process just to make sure that it's a good fit because I do take a lot of time to work with people. So I want to make sure we we got the m- right mindset and we got the right goals. Um, and to bring that back, that's probably why I don't have a lot of students I have to push because I make sure that they, most of them are people who are going to push themselves, you know? Um, and right now one cool thing that i'm working on is um we're releasing a text blasting software we talked about like the text math message marketing it's called re doers so that's r-e-d-o-e-r-s.io re R-E-Doers we're opening up for beta testing in a couple weeks um people can get in on that by being a part of an sms blast challenge that i'm doing so follow me on instagram be a part of this challenge Um, Not only will you learn how to text blast and get deals that way, but also you're going to get locked into special beta pricing and you're going to get to be the first people to use the software. So it's going to be really dope. Um, I'm really, really excited about it. So guys, make sure like you you stay tuned for that. If you watch this later on and it's already out and you're like, hey, I didn't get that special price. It's okay because I promise you it's going to be 10, 15, 20 times worth all the other products that you're paying for to market to sellers. So. Um, yeah, RE Doers, that's the latest and greatest thing that I've been working on with my partners.
0: Nice, 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 nice. Love it. Well, definitely keep me in the loop. Um, yes. And I am going to go on your website. You have motivate me to uh, park, give it a go, um, and I can share more information on my Dream Big podcast and open up a space for a Dream Big real estate and see how it goes. Um, so Thank you today. Thank you tonight. Thank you. And yes, yes, yes. And look out for me. I will definitely be blowing you up. Like, hey, you got me motivated now. Let me go look at some things. So I'm going to be hitting you up. Like, hey, look, walk me through this deal.
1: Okay. All right. We'll see if I have time. I'm just kidding. I got you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> perfect. Perfect. Well, this is your boy, Jimmy Doe. This is a dream big podcast. And this is another one in the can with Toddy virtual.